And we're live? Are we? Yeah. Oh, good. Right, talking to the mic. Why did you say it like that? Because like... you're like, you're leading this one, but then you're the one with all the controls. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everyone to uh, another wonderful episode of All of the Things. Oh, man. On this episode of All of the Things, me, Sophia, and you, Tom, are going to talk about a question we've both we've both been asked a few too many times would you say yeah mm. i get confused when people ask me this question i yeah. know how to answer it and i know the differences but yeah where are you from where are you from okay reason why why did you want to talk about this i'll tell way? you i straight I... up copied it from riz ahmed's um uh like live stream conversation that he was having with two other comedians and they were talking they were dissecting that question of like where are you from what does that actually mean very kind of insightful uh intellectual funny you know a really like cool conversation that was had so check it out on youtube um so this was a conversation with three desi men about this question where are you from um two of them are from the uk and then one was from the us and yeah so they were talking about what yeah what it means and it was a great conversation but it obviously you know it got me thinking about when i've been asked that question and you know i know you have as well so i wanted to sort of have probably you know a sort of different different angle coming from you know from us we're not we're not from the same place we can't kind of um what's the word like derive like commonalities but potentially we can i mean there's similarities like when they were talking about it i was relating to a lot of it but then i wasn't to a lot of it as well because of the very specific um challenges with being from this being from a south asian background that was colonized by the british and then being in britain and being told that you're other when all of the values that all of the kinds of commodities and things we're proud of here are directly from that region and yet we tell people from that region that are that are born here raised here that they that they're other that they don't belong so i know you've been asked that i've been asked it i've got a multitude of different thoughts on it um the first thing i feel like i should say is that like i feel like from a theoretical intellectual standpoint i feel like peace with the question purely because one of my friends struggled with his dissertation um which was <laughs> like, um, race it was saying along the lines of like race representation in 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 tv and, and oh wow and, that sounds cool and part of like his um literature review he came across this um professor called paul, um, paul gilroy um and i forgot the name of his book but it's like a really faint one second uh hold on. <laughs> i've got the laptop wait a sec yeah uh, oh yeah there it goes um there ain't no black in the union jack that's the name <laughs> of the book um and and basically just 
Yeah, so this guy was struck. This I don't basically Paul Gilroy. The way he wrote it in that book is like such a high, high, high level of like intellectualism and the way he expressed it and whatnot. He it took him three weeks to try and decode one paragraph of what this guy was trying to say about um, race, and he eventually broke it down. And then from that, I will never forget the lesson that I learned, um, which is there's um there's your ethnicity and then mm-hmm. there's your nationality mm-hmm. and more time than none when people are asking you oh not more time than none but in, like yeah actually yeah more times than none when people are asking in you your where, experience yeah when people are asking you where you're from they're asking you based on your ethnicity yes rather than your nationality yeah because obviously the there's that classic trope or um situation where somebody asks like someone of color where they're from and they're like what wembley or what like yeah or Hampstead or all these other places when really that person wants to know yeah like um where you where you ethnically are from and what yeah and the other thing is what um when I said I had a multitude of different thoughts in this I also I know there's the the racist experience of being asked where you're from but the other one that I get um which kind of annoys me a bit more mm-hmm. because I know the racist is asking it just for the sake of like getting ready to charge up the whole get go back to where you come from or I, or, <laughs> or or that whole and vibe. we're used to that no. <laughs> yeah, that's not, not that something should you should be used but to but the one i don't like um is the version where like people i feel like people are like sizing you up and this could be like other like in my case other black people okay um or or like just like yeah just sizing you up like trying to work out like if you're from an enemy nation or if I'm like you or yeah. like rather than it seems like my ethnicity in that regard is more important than who I am as a person and what the potential like connection that we is that, could just have that just goes back to like tribalism though, yeah I, yeah I feel like yeah there's yeah. that whole aspect and I don't know why but that as I said with the racist and I, I know their agenda I know they're full of crap and I, I just know that it's not really gonna lead to anywhere useful they've got all sorts of messed up ideas as you've already alluded to Mm -hmm. like the nation that like in terms of like white supremacy the nation that they seem to be so proud of was forged by many immigrant cultures yeah exactly and it's it's an amalgamation they just there was no they just there was no great britain yeah (laughs) they distort like um the stories of the war leaving out like key aspects like oh, the yes. fact that like we, need, we just uh, talked like, about that the, I, I, as I said like there's I get that and I know how to answer that Um, but I, I'm just pointing out that the other thing that really kind of annoys me is when is the internalised yeah one. when people are just trying to like place you and it's like when somebody to me it's like somebody coming up to you asking you your star sign and then reacting based on the information that you gave them yeah no that's a good analysis it's, like it's just that so I always get a bit yeah get a bit peed off but if a racist person asks me where I am I really do enjoy just saying somewhere local like (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoy it it winds them up they're like oh go back to where you came from oh go back to Hampstead yeah Hampstead's lovely yeah for real yeah can't afford it now but yeah (laughs) but yeah yeah, I I don't know and then uh, I guess we could tackle it from like two those two perspectives because I think do you get I, what I'm saying about the sizing up one? Though? Yeah, yeah, no, complete, I completely relate. I think I've had that a lot, but I don't, I haven't taken that as, um, 
as more as 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 an insult as much because I think I'm coming from a different place of trying to actually find belonging in my Moroccan side. Mm. So when someone Arab uh, like asks me where I'm from, I'm excited to tell them. Yeah. Because because it's better that I say Morocco than Italy because then it's like oh no now we're peoples like yeah. oh I'm Algerian oh cool like yeah now yeah. we're like now we're bros whereas. I think it's hard basically for me it's hard to place me because I I've I've got it all I've got I look Turkish I look Spanish I look I- Italian I look Greek I look Algerian I look Moroccan I look you know I just look like British white and I guess that's just my that's my kind of whiteness is therefore hard to play because I am white it's hard well yeah it's hard to place um so when when people do ask me i don't i'm not like wrapped up in the politics of it like if you're a turkish person you ask me and i say morocco i there's probably feeling there there's you you feel some type of way about me being a north african or not being part of your you know you can't relate to me as much as you thought but i'm so like okay with saying morocco like i'm proud of Mm. i'm proud of that so often it's like I, i i'm proud to out myself in a way, in yeah. a sense because I want to I want to belong to that and I often feel like I don't so any opportunity to say I do is like I it places me in the in the situation of like yeah. oh I'm not just I'm not just like this blob that's like trying to find her way <laughs> now mm. you've asked me the question I'm gonna tell you and like now I can like put a stamp on it if that makes sense yeah and look I'm gonna try I'm trying and I I'm getting better at moving through that of like I, of feeling Moroccan or feeling like that's that's part of my identity and not having to like wait for you to ask me for me to feel some type of way I want to just feel like that anyways mm. but um yeah no I think I I love the one the first version I think it's it is so interesting for me I found that that question from non from basically from basically white people is is like I can't quite place you uh, but like you know because uh, particularly when I wasn't wearing a hijab you know it was like so confusing for people um but I I do think there's an element of fetish fetish fetishization that comes from it as well um I I had a lot of experiences where as soon as you knew that I was Moroccan you could but I was still white, so you could still have me in your circle, but I'm the token. Does that make sense? Like it was like um, she's part of. She can be part of the friendship group, or she can be part of the situation. But then, I'll if I see Moroccan spices and sit in Sainsbury's, I'll send her a picture. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like I'm... I was always othered. It was like this like interesting tokeny type trophy that like i i was i was sort of put as where it's like she's interesting enough there's something different about her enough that like you know i can ask her ignorant questions about islam or about the the moroccan culture but she's also not so far off she's she looks white so i don't feel bad about asking those things yeah whereas if i was darker skinned I 
I doubt I would get those. I mean, I probably would, but I probably won't get as many questions or people won't feel as comfortable being so ignorant around me because I think when people are in a room with dark-skinned people, black people or brown people, darker skin than me, you're more conscious of, like, better not... Uh, oftentimes, like, I better not sound stupid. I better not, I better not come off racist because I'm around black and brown people whereas if you're around me you feel comfortable enough to you, to, like you, you just you, you have the caucasity to act that way yeah <laughs> that came from tiktok can't take credit <laughs> but do you know what i'm saying like there is that audacity that caucasity to 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 ask those kinds of questions or say those kinds of things or assume certain things about me because you feel like you're in a safe space because you're with a white person and yeah i've got white privilege but you're showing up your ignorance when you're telling me those things or asking me those things. Does that make sense? Yeah. But it's always stemmed from that question because of trying to place me. Whereas I feel like with people of color, the question is immediately laced with othering of, you know, I want to know where you're, where you are in the world. It's trying to place you, but it's coming from a, a more insidious place. Does that make sense? Where yeah, I feel like for me, it's like, it's it's more friendly fire. Yeah. I was going to say like, it's, it's obviously it's like an offshoot of like patriotism. So obviously these people derive like, like a sense of like, as the definition says here, like vigorous support for one's country and like, yeah. and they, they love sharing that with their like compatriots and, and. I, and those compatriots look like them. Yeah. So you and other black and brown people don't look like yeah. what they I'm, envision as a British person. I'm so my, my they big, want to other yeah. you. It's, 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 they need to other you for, for everything to make sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like people are trying to make sense of the situation. But what I don't like about that is that obviously in them trying to make sense of it, they're telling themselves a story about what their country is and who they exactly. are. Exactly. But then that also then applies to who other people are. So if yes. I am great, then you are not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and also as well, then it just... I feel like it just makes people more prone to, like, nationalism and, you know, like, populist um, sentiments and stuff. Like, so... Yeah. If I'm supposed to be living in this great country that I belong to... But I'm now facing problems and I'm not able to like live life like how Yeah, I or get, get the same opportunities yeah. as other people. Well or, no, yeah. I'm I'm so then but then there's these other people. They must be the problem because they're not one of us. Like they're the problem causes. That like it yeah. just I don't know. It's it just... it's easier to point the finger because it's very visual. It's very like, well, you look like that and I look like this. My life's difficult so it must be because that's why I say like I just toy with these people when they come because to me it's like if you're if that's the I like I'm sorry if if people like really derive like a lot of pleasure from being patriotic but for me personally I just don't no that's the devil's game man I I feel like it's a slippery slope it just makes you susceptible to like fascism yeah okay fascism (laughs) but then also just like um, misconceptions and stereotypes and just holding like wrong views about people yeah, because for real. You, you're looking at it from like a team type perspective which is great when it comes to sports yeah but I think, like I think outside I'm, of that like I'm I, down I for just, that if we had just if we had patriotism in the Greek Olympian sense of 
everyone come together and let's all you know compete and it's all great and we're all friends in the end I'd love that yeah. but it's just obviously that's not it's true it's got a nasty side but to it but the thing as well like because before I forget I think it, the, that's a really important point about the like this is what I hold dear and you're a threat to that and it just really goes to show the how many t- well just on that how many times during the, the stupid Brexit thing did we hear I want my country back yeah. Oh, yeah. Just... No. Exactly. But I mean, this is. But that's. Brexit was an opportunity for that mentality to come to the fore. But that has always been there, and I think that's just important for people. To, I mean, people do know that. But you know, when it comes to things like racism in Britain and xenophobia, Islamophobia, you know, anti-Semitism, which kind of came out in uh, you know talks about the Labour Party and stuff as if it was a surprise to us that this existed. I mean, this this stuff has always existed. It's just at different times in, in history, it it kind of bursts, there's a release valve and some of it comes out and then it goes back in and then it comes back out, but it's always there. And I think it all goes back to just ignorance about what this country really is based on, what this country is built upon. Even just when we were talking about World War Two. Wait, no, and, just on that, can I just mention something? Yeah. You know, I think is a really, really good, like, if you want to see um, patriotism through my eyes, you know the Jojo Rabbit film. Yeah, I feel like that, that epitomizes to like, in my opinion, how detrimental and how like you shouldn't, from my point of view, get too caught up in being too patriotic. Um, like, and and we can talk about like the Windrush generation and yeah. just how like that that's a whole other podcast, you know, like history lesson on how the UK conveniently lets people in and out depending on their political agenda and they change they change the law depending on whether they feel like having black people in the country or not and it's and it's just it, it's so problematic to think about you know like patriotism and like where, where are you from go back to where you come from because this country wouldn't be what it was without those people and my view is if you served if you served in this country, if you served in a, in a war, like tried to protect the people of this country, there shouldn't be a question of whether you belong here. You know, that, I mean, that just sounds like common sense. And yet, also and as that's well, just madness. Like another thing as well, I just feel like um, there's a lot of it was infantilization mm-hmm. and like a lot of dumbing down of people politicians are guilty for perpetuating some of like these um yeah of course because they're just tapping into what people what makes people react and they know that people have like i feel like it's fear-based no not even that i feel like they can see that people have like a deep sense of love for their country so they're tapping into that and they're tapping as you said yeah they're tapping into their fears and like their lack and stuff and then turning people against it's the whole divide and conquer type situation and it's like uh, yeah it's just and again is what I just feel like it's the same old um, like, like what's it dog whistle politics like banging on about um, immigration as if to say that's going to be the magic bullet that's going to solve all of the problems and like one day I, I think, really yeah if, I really if this do, has taught us anything yeah. quarantine is that like I saw someone say if, if I, I really hope that quarantine teaches people that have those views that if god forbid that they or loved one lands in a hospital the nurse is not going to be, is highly unlikely to be a white British person. The maddest you know? thing is, I guarantee... And the like, person that's picking up their, their, their rubbish every week. 
I no, I'm not. All gonna of that. Guarantee, I'm not going to guarantee this, but I feel like I feel ninety five percent sure that if like these people did decide to become a nurse or a doctor, yeah, they, they wouldn't hold those views. No. Like, because obviously, number one, it would require them educating themselves. And like, it's just... No, but it's not even that. It's not a case of... There isn't like an education divide. There's many intellectuals that are racist. Yeah, right? yeah true. Like, so it's not a case of that's a good I'm point. smart and they're dumb. It's just what you're indoctrinated with. It's what you're indoctrinated... It's, you, it's what you've been taught to be proud of. And if your father or your grandfather fought in the war and like gave their life and everything... That's what you remember. You're not going to remember, you know, all the black and brown people that gave their life too. You know? It's just, it's problematic, isn't it? But what I was going to say was, when, so you say you kind of derive a sick pleasure from people asking you that question. You like yeah, to toy now, with them. Now I what? do at the moment, because it's just, it's, it's like... It's just stupid. No, what? not even that. It's like, okay, what, do I want to be upset now? Or, and then let them ruin my day and let them like feel like they have some sort of control or let them feel like they can inflect a sense of fear into me or let them feel like oh screw yeah. it i'm gonna mess with you i can see that my so skin wait, pisses what is you it? off so <laughs> let's use that now and just like piss so you right how, off and just... how do we play this so no if somebody asks me where i'm from i'll just straight up just say like okay yeah, i'm mostly grew, grew up in in deptford or greenwich and mm-hmm. Currently living, I'm not going to drop that now. Mm-hmm. But do you get? Uh, but then, if somebody says like, uh, "Go back to where you came from," that's when I will then drop the. Oh, what do you want me to go back to Hampstead or like? Yeah. Just, yeah. So you always go with. Hampstead's my go-to because obviously that's where I was born. So it's just yeah. Yeah, you're born in the hospital. Yeah, you yeah. wish you grew up there. <laughs> we all be, wish we grew up there. Some people are genuinely interested and, like, you you can just feel the energy. Yeah. Like, it's a subliminal thing. Like, but that's what I mean about the fetish... Fet- oh, I can never say it first, first try. Fetishization. Fetish... Fetishization of the question because it... Like I said, it's like some... If... I never feel like it's coming from a good place. Really. I, mm. I know, like, people have good intentions, but I feel like... Isn't it obvious that we're all a melting pot? And isn't it like, particularly if it's like one of the first things you're asking me, because I too am interest. I'm interested. Don't get me wrong. If I meet somebody, I'm I'm interested. But it's 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 implied that we're in a place where there's many different cultures, religions, races, ethnicities, and we might get to that question later on, right? It might come up, but it's just not important. It's just not important. Another thing as well is that like now obviously I'm older and I feel like as I've grown older things have changed and when I'm saying things have changed I feel like the sense of where is home has kind of changed because obviously I was born here I've grown up here yeah um so yeah in in yeah this is my home like it's yeah like I might not like it all the way I do like the, the London and the rest of the country and whatnot mm-hmm. like there's some great places out there um but I now now I kind of feel like okay because this feels like home. Now it's like I need to stake my claim or like yeah. I need to get my piece of the pie. I need to sh- help shape the the national narrative and like you. It's no longer exclusive to you. I no longer feel like I'm a visitor in your country. Mm-hmm. I know I may not necessarily see a lot of myself 
around when especially when i leave london yeah, but i I, I belong here every much as you do now because i've got i feel like sufficient enough roots here in this country i know the culture i've grown up here i've paid my taxes here so on and so we're forth we're both first generation right yeah so i think that's the thing too is like i'm settled here like it's there not, is no yeah. other and what's interesting about that kind of line of inquiry is that i've asked myself that question many a time mm. and there's being like bicultural i don't have one place to call home mm. i don't have that no i was gonna say like just for the avoidance of any doubt like when i'm talking about where i'm from and stuff i'm thinking strictly from a nationality um from not the ethnic side i know ethnically i'm ugandan but i'm thinking from a from a citizen point of view i'm a citizen of the united kingdom yeah no, yeah I get so that. it's just like but so what I'm yeah, saying I, is calling always home. Have, I will always have ties to uganda especially through my parents and stuff but in terms of me as a citizen like home is the uk well yeah technically what i'm saying is that if if this country were to reject me which they won't because i'm because i look white so mm. white privilege they won't reject me um and that's a problem that's a problem that you know there's it's convenient like that if they were to reject me i don't have like a strong ties to morocco if because i'm i'm half moroccan mm. and i feel like if i was fully one thing ethnicity wise I would potentially feel more at home in that country. I would feel more at home in Morocco. I moved to Morocco for like a few months purely to try and like connect with that side because I just didn't feel like I connected as much. And I think a lot of immigrant kids will know that when you're like, obviously your parents move, whatever, and there is there's two sides to it where it's like they want to instill their culture in you through various practices it might be the food that they put on the table or the music they make you listen to the tv shows you watch on tv the friends or the family that they that they associate you with um but there's also things that that go missing like there's you're just not fully in it um and there's there's people that are from like 100% one ethnicity like 100% Bang- bangladeshi and they still don't feel like at home if they go to bangladesh because there's it's just different it's just different i've got the representation that my parents have provided and i've obviously got family members here from uganda um so i do have some sort of a connection in that shape and form but what i found is when i went to uganda like I I don't have the most current up to date version of that do you get what I'm saying cuz I feel like um like especially when I went then and I think about how my parents are I feel like I got the time capsule of the 1980s That's version so many of immigrant Uganda, kids say that as opposed to the 2020 version yes because when I went there in 2008 like things it felt like things had modernized <laughs> it wasn't as like um it wasn't as like conservative as socially conservative as my parents portrayed it to be but it um, probably was for them right yeah, so it pro- yeah exactly. exactly but that like it ebbs and flows and i feel like that also speaks to 
um, like the sense of home. Like the reason why I can call the UK my home is because I'm a part of it now. Yeah, I'm a part of the culture now. I'm a part of what's actually going on. Not this some is what we got... know. This is what we assimilate yeah. with, and I think that's yeah, that's an important distinction because, like, I think that's maybe what I'm getting at with the kind of the gaps. Like, there's gaps in the in the narrative yeah. because they're teaching you what they knew when they were a kid yeah. and what they and it is a time capsule. It's that it, they're teaching you what they knew until they left. Yeah whenever that time was Obviously, so you can they, trace it back when they come back from Uganda obviously my dad goes pretty much like maybe twice a year like yeah. he does update like he usually comes back excited like oh things have changed and like, yeah. it's moving all so quick blah 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 so yeah I think it's it's challenging because when people like ask you what is home or like where are you from there is that question of yeah I'm asking I'm answering the question from a nationality point of view yeah born in London but ethnicity wise I don't have an answer Hmm. I mean I do but I don't I can't say where home is um and for second generation kids you're that like you said like this is all we know this ultimately whether you're like half baked or fully baked (laughs) like you know this we're both in, in the same predicament of yeah we could go back to that place but we won't really feel like it's home because it's not what we know what i'm saying i feel like things have changed especially because of like as i said like 30 years being here like okay if you used to roll back the clock like 20 years ago no 10 20 10 maybe 10 15 years ago i would have felt that whole thing of like you could somebody if somebody was to say oh we don't want you here i would have been like looking over my shoulder like oh shit okay maybe i've got a leap but now i just feel like no things have progressed i've contributed more and more and more what right do you have to tell me to go back to my country you're not born and raised there like i think i would have a very different perspective if i was born and raised in casablanca i would i would be able to potentially speak more on what's happening in terms of like gendered politics in the in in the country and the economic situation political situation like whereas at the moment if i'm honest like i can only speak from my time visiting and my research and my understanding but i can't speak on it from an ex- from an experiential point of view so then maybe that's the way you draw the line is like don't speak on what you don't experience but, but then also you yeah. can claim i can claim my moroccanness i can claim my moroccan values or culture you know and and then pass the mic to someone that's been there, that's lived there, maybe. It just goes back to that Paul Gerard quote that basically saying, when he was saying that um, ethnicity and nationality are very, very close, but they're still quite different. And I feel like people constantly are confusing the two. It, it just, it chops and changes like it's, but because they run so close in, pla- in parallel, it's really hard to, I don't know. I just, for me, I, I just, I, I, I'm like, my main thing is what, like, I don't care how many of you might have bunched together to come up with this consensus. You, you're not the authors of this. You don't really get a, yeah. to stake a claim. Like, I know what I am. You are, whether you like it or not, you're half Moroccan. You have that. So no one c- can't take that from you. Yes, you might not have lived there as long as somebody else. 
but your experience is your experience just like how if you were to put 10 british people in a room each of them is going to have their own unique experience yeah that's true and human beings for some reason we got this stupid like um desire to like group put each other's up so okay for example so there's british identity then we take it one more step yeah. there's a north south divide <laughs> then no then there's English, lancaster Scottish. versus yorkshire then oh, there's yeah, yeah, like cornwall versus devon then there's like wales versus england and scotland versus yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like it seems to be like this never ending like quest to like no you're not one of me like oh yeah. south london west london south east oh, yeah, no, like it's real. just it just it becomes but you're from south and i'm from west and you know we, we can get on yeah, so there just, is hope guys like, that's what, <laughs> so that's why i don't take it seriously when people are like seem to be talking from this place of authority that like they get to treat you differently way, yeah because yeah. of who you are or where you're from like no you like who are you you're not yeah <laughs> it's all subjective yeah exactly it's not yeah and then just lastly when you're talking about the second line of inquiry when people are asking you from like like basically fellow you say fellow black people yeah is that so you find that actually more annoying i yeah i kind of do and because again is what i'm i think i'm then projecting like if i'm to put my hands up i think i'm projecting um my dislike of patriotism on those people mm. and that, like patriotism can be a good thing like it's good to preserve one's culture and to be proud of one's culture and and like like because obviously you don't want to you know there's this whole westernization and like you want to hold on to some semblance of mm-hmm. your roots and stuff like that's fine but then as i was saying i feel like it's it go it can kind of fall into like the horoscope trap whereas you're trying to place me on your like spectrum of how you feel about different ethnicities and stuff and i i just i'm very weary when somebody asks me just out of interest what where do people place uganda in terms of you know do they most people don't know because it's not one of those like um i can put it it's not one of those quote unquote um main african countries so i feel like it's, you're it's quite an... neutral so no one like has a visceral reaction yeah, to it yeah exactly yeah it's well, that's not convenient. like convenient yeah no and that's fine <laughs> but it's not it's not like um a ghana or a nigeria or i was gonna a, say is there a, like a an east, east or... african west african divide not really the only thing that i can say is that i feel like um the more dominant nations get to color how people perceive africans mm whereas like me and then you got people in a country in yeah um like i don't get to have like i don't know unless somebody is interested i don't really like the ugandan experience isn't really portrayed as much as like say a nigerian or yeah that's fair that's fair one like it's just um i guess i feel like we've stumbled upon my deep hatred for (laughs) well not deep hatred yeah should we unpack that next time i just yeah i'm not (laughs) anyway i just don't like it don't try box me in man that's that's my thing and like that's i'm it. still very in like, like yes i'm claim the uk but i'm still very interested in uganda i love watching um mm. cnn does really good co- coverage on africa by the way but also and i feel just, like you're being part of a diaspora you know just african diaspora like you're the only ugandan or one of the few ugandans you know right but you're but you're friends with Nigerians, Ghanaians, yeah. like I feel like just having having fellow like having people in your circle that have a similar experience has shaped like your your 
ex like experience of being British. Whereas like, I feel like for kids of immigrants, you can, there's like the two sides to it where you're brought up with the the values and like, and then you, if your friends have a similar experience, it's like, okay, or like you have like inside jokes or like there's like a certain sense of humor that comes. And then you've got the British side where it's like the normal stuff, go to school, buy dairy milk, you know, cup of tea, whatever. I feel like I'm, one of the things I am really grateful for in terms of like living in this country, see, it's not all bad. Um, <laughs> like just the exposure I get from all of the people, like I feel like I've gotten, I've grown up with a real like clear window of what different cultures are like. Yeah. Um, Which I guess is the positive thing in like being, yeah, like... I feel like I yes not all Jamaicans are the same but I feel like I've gotten enough of a window to like hear from the people's different experiences or like say somebody from Trinidad or mm-hmm. but I'm not I don't want to I hope I don't ever fall in the trap of thinking that all Jamaicans are one way or thinking all Ghanaians yeah, are Yeah I feel thinking. like that's hard to do when you are from from a, like another culture yeah. because you wouldn't want to be spoken to in that way so you you don't project that. Does that yeah. make sense? Like, not all Moroccans are the same, so I don't expect all Algerians to be the same, or, or you know. But then that's the thing. I feel like, for, and again, like coming back to what you were asking me before, I feel like when people, other Black people, ask me where are you from, or or people, other Asians, or something, I feel like, um, I get worried that they're gonna think that I'm one way. Mm. Like that's my. I guess that's just an insecurity that I have. Like, yeah, I'll but put maybe my hands up to that. But I'm just yeah. Maybe that's that would be valid if Uganda was like a like was a more dominant culture. Yeah. Cute. Well, this has been a good conversation. What do you think? Uh, yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Shit. It's one of those like semi-triggering ones for me, man. I just don't. I think anytime like the 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 light is shone on like my potential differences it, it just kind of like puts me in a not great place i feel like a lot of people share that insecurity of you know wanting to not have where they're from or how they look to be the defining characteristic or be the thing that people know them for yeah. and ultimately people just want belonging you don't want to be judged on it. I think yeah. that's the main thing. You just want to be accepted for who you are. And yes, I might belong to this like heritage. And if you are genuinely interested, I'll tell you. But yeah. I just don't want to be treated any differently. Treat me like with respect and I'll give you the same back. Like, But it just feels so dangerous. It feels like once you reveal a piece of information, you're then subject to... There's a little bit to, of vulnerability yeah. there. But yeah, and I would say like my like last words on this would be that but I, I share your your sentiment about I'm not here to like suffer fools gladly. You're not the first person to ask me and you won't be the last. So I'm going to decide how I deal with this question. I'm going to decide how I deal with this conversation or this interaction uh, in a way that serves me, in a way that makes me feel good. Where, where do you think? Let's guess. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, exactly. don't <laughs> Whatever. Power, where are you from? Exactly. Where are you from? Less about me, more about you, fam. <laughs> <laughs> or just quickly, uh, just swiftly change the subject, man. It's just it's not. Yeah. Don't allow it, man. I don't know. <sighs> and on that KMT, 
we'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry if I come across as pissed off or whatever. It's because he is. <laughs> yeah, I don't enjoy it. Sorry. <laughs> wow. You've really lost it. Yeah. It is half one in the morning, by the way. Okay. Thank you all for, for joining us on this special episode. <laughs> Thanks, Tom, for tolerating it. You wanted to, you were okay with talking about this and now you're all of a sudden not. Yeah, because it's gone, I didn't, I don't know, I was naive. What do you mean? Were well, you think I trapped you? No, not trapped you, I, I was naive in terms of like how I feel about it. Oh, okay, it's like brought shit to the surface. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Okay, thanks yeah. Tom. Okay, thanks for your... Bye. Bye. <laughs>